The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. The whale capper Drew Densick joins us in 40 minutes to kick off hour number two. Fantasy football takeaways from week two of the preseason. Eight buckets meets Lochmas meets the lightning round. Atlantic Coast Conference schedule analysis, win total analysis for schools in the ACC. In hour number three, power hour, final hour bets for tonight. And we'll let NFL offensive rookie and defensive rookie of the year. We're going to try and figure out, should we be taking shots at, at players other than Bijan Robinson and Will Anderson in those two specific markets? I think the answer is yes. Excited to have those conversations with my guy, Ken Barkley, coming up as we move along. But. With week two of the NFL preseason now in the rearview mirror. Week one of the NFL regular season. I guess it's not really like on nigh, as I like to say, because uh, you know we still have week three of the preseason coming up this week and then a week off before we have week one of the regular season. But it's almost here. And uh, yeah. excitement starting here. to... College football's here this weekend. Week zero this weekend. Week zero this weekend. Yeah. Oh, big time football. SZN. Big time football season. <laughs> football season. Yeah, it's big time, it's a, big time. Football if it ain't season. Season, send it back. Yeah. Send it back. Send that some bitch back. But uh, NFL week one's almost here. Excitement building to a fever pitch. And we've got some line movement based on injury news, based on what we saw in week two of the preseason, based on, you know, new opinions being formed in the betting market. And we're going to hit on all of them here on this terrific football Tuesday on You Better You Bet. And we do that, Jake, right now with it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. It hits different on the Tuesday following week two of the preseason. Ken, I guess we should probably start in Pittsburgh with the 49ers and the Steelers. Man, Kenny Pickett, Jalen Warren, Pickens, Deontay Johnson, the Steelers offense looking good. So good, in fact, Ken, that we've got some line movement here with San Francisco and Pittsburgh. What can you tell us here? Niners and Steelers week one, Sunday, September 10th. 
Yeah, one of the rare uh, week one games that has a road favorite. Uh, there are only a few of those on the board. Uh, Philadelphia is a road favorite. Dallas Sunday Night Football is a road favorite. Uh, Bengals are hanging on for dear life being a road favorite because we don't know whether Joe Burrow is going to play in the game. And the Niners were uh, consensus three-point road favorite against Pittsburgh basically the entire offseason. Uh, this number essentially opened three and got bet into a little bit on both sides. But it's basically been three forever. Uh, and this past weekend... You could argue as a result of some of the preseason action, I think Nick Bosa is going to play in the game. So I don't think there's like a lot of panic about whether that's going to happen, but like, whatever, there's just action on Pittsburgh. And that has caused us to move off the key number of three in one of the most interesting games of the first weekend. San Francisco is a consensus two and a half point road favorite. Now uh, the total for what it's worth has stayed basically the same. It got that under right away. It's still 40 and a half 41. It is one of the lowest totals. Uh, on the board of any game taking place in week one. Uh, Tennessee, New Orleans is also in that range. That's basically the only other game that kind of occupies that spot is like almost, go first digit almost being three. Um, but the sort of important news here is if you were waiting to bet San Francisco for it to come off three, it has done so. Uh, and if you liked Pittsburgh in the game, I don't know if the three is ever going to come back again with only one more preseason game to go, unlikely to have really significant injury news in that game so kind of interesting uh san francisco two and a half now in uh in week one how do you feel about the line movement does it make you want to do anything now san francisco two and a half 2.75 right kind of like in between two and a half and three but two and a half is the number in our show sponsor bet mgm yeah i mean I, I the more work that i've done on this nfl season uh i actually was starting to come to a pretty strong conclusion that i liked pittsburgh plus three so this is pretty unfortunate i don't have any pittsburgh plus three i don't have anything in this game one of the reasons that i kind of was talking myself into pittsburgh plus three less about pickett and his upside although that that can certainly be part of it like he could he could be awesome and you've made that case a number of times uh the more work that i've done on san francisco the more i think they're sort of uh you know upper echelon projections, high wind total, all the things that kind of go along with that. I can poke some holes in that, that kind of make me think not, I don't think San Francisco is going to be like really bad this year or something, just that they may not be quite as good as the team, as the rating that the team is getting in the market. Um, and I wonder if maybe people are coming to some of the same conclusions. Um, I can kind of make my case in a second for why I don't like San Francisco as much as the market does and why I may start to build a position again for, on them being bad or worse than the market thinks. But does this make you want to do anything? Because I know we had talked about maybe San Francisco at two and a half. You know, I, we, we had talked about that. I think we said that before the preseason started, right? We said, like, if this number yep. goes to San Francisco two and a half, what would you what would you want to do? And I think both of us said at that point, you know, Niners two and a half would be something. It would it would be interesting to us. Um, and then, you know, you watch Kenny Pickett. And I'm not saying that I want to be Pittsburgh, but you watch Kenny Pickett in the first two games of the preseason. And, you know, Ken, I said this a lot last year. My comp for Kenny Pickett was Eli Manning, right? As someone who followed the Giants obsessively during Eli's tenure as Giants quarterback, obviously Eli's rookie year. I see a lot of Eli Manning in Kenny Pickett. And that doesn't mean that the Steelers are going to win the AFC North this year, like the Giants won the NFC East in, in Eli's sophomore season. But, you know, I Kenny Pickett's shown you that I think he's going to be pretty good. Like the arm strength is definitely improved. And at least right now, and, and we'll see what happens, Ken, when the live bullets start flying, right, when we're actually in regular season games. But we had criticized, and you know, I've been kind of leading this charge, criticizing offensive coordinator Matt Canada for kind of like the prehistoric offensive approach. They're already taking more shots down the field in the preseason than they did in like some regular season games last year. And Jalen Warren not is good, like not just compared to Najee Harris. He's good like period. 
he might be better than Najee. And that's more of a compliment to Jalen Warren than it is an insult to Najee. Remember last year when I said Jalen Warren's better than Najee Harris? That was more of an insult to Najee. Now it's more of a compliment to Jalen Warren. They're both good. And the offensive line's definitely better. And Mike Tomlin's a pretty good coach. So I I totally see where we're at here. And I don't think I want to do anything as of right now with the point spread of this game. Um, but I will tell you a bet that I am considering here pretty strongly. And that's the over uh, with San Francisco and Pittsburgh. And I, I get it. That's two really good defenses. Total sitting at 40 and a half. I, I think the the upside for both these offenses is to is to is to score into the twenties in this game for sure with Purdy and all like the yak weapons whether it's McCaffrey or Debo or Ayuk or George Kittle and if we think this Pittsburgh offense is going to be different than it was last year and by the way it has been in the first couple of preseason games and I know San Francisco's defense is good Pittsburgh's got some dudes on the offensive side of the ball I definitely think Pittsburgh can get the twenty points I think San Francisco can get the twenty points obviously the total is forty and a half but I think that we can go over this total here so. I haven't made the bet yet, but Ken, I think that's where I'm actually leaning right now with San Francisco and Pittsburgh, number at two and a half, over 40 and a half right now with San Fran and the Steelers. Yeah, I, I think it, it makes a bunch of sense. Uh, I haven't thought really thought about the total of the game. I think the thing that'll be really interesting, and this does, uh, this to be fair, this would affect the total, and it would maybe make you want to bet the over in some way. Um, I, I did a lot of work the last couple of weeks, uh, wrote about it a little bit at my Substack, but like, uh, just coordinators we've talked about this all summer like ken's really into coaches now and coordinators and changes and what those changes can mean um san francisco led the nfl in turnover margin last year and when you lead the nfl in turnover margin you could just be really good again you don't have to be worse you don't have to be way worse there's no people like to think numbers just regress because they just do and that's not really the way it works uh dallas forced a million turnovers two years ago and they forced a million turnovers last year so it doesn't have to always flip-flop but the niners forced a ton of takeaways on defense last year they were second in the nfl in that category and like i said they led the league in turnover margin but basically because of that and because purdy was so careful with the football and didn't turn it over very much now the offensive part of things i think we feel pretty confident like this is this is probably going to work again maybe purdy is not healthy and it gets re you know, the injury gets aggravated but like even if he does it's like shanahan and all the weapons that you were talking about nick one of the reasons you like the over from san francisco's standpoint uh from their offensive standpoint the defense is going to be really interesting. So, like, they still have a bunch of really good players, and they signed Hargrave from the Eagles. So, like, it's not the bottom's going to fall out or something like that. But there are a lot of cases historically of teams forcing a ton of takeaways, swapping coordinators or losing talent or both, and just being good next year and not great and taking a step back because they just don't force all, like, the game-changing plays that they did the year before and a change in coordinator has been the catalyst for that to happen a lot and so D'Amico Ryans was obviously the defensive coordinator last year they were amazing and now he's the head coach of Houston and now Steve Wilkes is the new defensive coordinator and I think a lot of people are like oh well like Robert Sala was really good and then D'Amico Ryans was really so like it has to keep being really good because now we're changing people again and this is like not but like I'm not trying to be mean to Steve Wilkes Steve Wilkes's track record is like a giant question mark in terms of whether this is actually going to work. So he's like a Sean McDermott guy, position coach for the Panthers when they went to the Super Bowl and went on that huge run. He's basically been like away from the Panthers in charge of two defenses in his entire career, like the last 20 years. The Cleveland Browns a few years ago, who forced a million takeaways before he got there, he got there, they became a bottom 10 defense in the NFL and they forced no turnovers. Then he was also the defensive coordinator for Missouri, uh, in college football, and they were even worse than they normally are. 
So just again, like not, and Nick writes, he's a head coach in Arizona and obviously like, got fired after one season, but like, to be fair, there are examples of defensive coordinators being like Todd Bowles is a bad head coach, but he's a good defensive coordinator. So like, okay, we can hold that against Wilkes, but I, I don't even need that to make the case. Like at the exact job he occupies with San Francisco, he was really bad at twice and really good zero times. So it's not that it has to be bad. I think it's okay to ask a lot of questions about how good the defense is going to be for San Francisco this year and whether it's just going to be like 12th or 15th or not force a lot of takeaways and just be like, good. And if that's the case and Purdy has to, and the offense have to do all the work, they're going to win 12, 13 games for sure. Like that's going to happen. So it doesn't have to manifest itself in this game. They could win this game by 500 points. Kenny Pickett could turn the ball over 25 times. But like from a season long San Francisco standpoint, I think it's really interesting that you have a team that got like a lot of like great game-changing plays. Some of them were probably fortunate also. They had all that stuff go their way and they're changing something really fundamental about the way that they were able to do that, the person calling the plays on defense. And so maybe it stays the same, but maybe it doesn't. And the team's being rated like it's going to be business as usual and they're going to be awesome. So I just think it's like kind of an interesting look. I'm almost certainly going to bet San Francisco's under win total. It's just what other bets... Is it Seattle division? Is it alt win total unders? Is it something else um, to accompany that? Uh, just like something that I've been thinking about for about a week. You better, you better hear Nick and Ken on a terrific football Tuesday. It moved, line movement week one in the National Football League. Talking now about the Niners-Steelers game. Ken giving you some great stuff there on San Francisco's win total for the season. Uh, I don't know, man. Sounds like, sounds, sounds like, sounds like you should bet the over with me, man. I think it's, t- I think it's right, time totals for us. go so great. Listen, the totals are listen, awesome. Yeah. Listen, it's 20, listen, 20, 2023, new me, new us. It's time. Listen, it, it can't. It can't keep going the way it's been going. It just can't. Yeah. Like, like, like mathematically, is statistically, total and we're due. That Ooh, that's really good. We're yeah. hashtag we're due. Are we? No. I think. I. I think. I think you got to bet. I think we got to bet this over. I think we got to bet this over for the Niners oh, and Steelers God. in Week One. Uh, but I just like I. I and this, this is, uh, I'm going to have San Francisco's win total under, so I, I hope they lose the game. I just, I picture us like we're sitting down, the game starts, and it's Matt Canada offense running into the San Francisco talented defense, no matter who they're being coordinated by in that particular game. And you're just like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, well, well, this isn't good. <laughs> well, this isn't going to be good at all. Um, I hope I'm wrong. Like, I, I hope that it's a high-scoring game, and that kind of proves my point. San Francisco goes on to, whatever, win nine games this year or something like that and go under their win total. Uh, I, I can't – I won't join you on the over yet. But to be fair, like, I guess you and I are kind of thinking the same way about the game in that the market projects a certain level of scoring, and for two completely different reasons, we both think that there might be a little more scoring in the game. Can we just, like – can we just get there already? There's still like How 19 go, days man. or whatever until these I, games. I, I know 900 college football games to go before we get to that game. Like I, there's a, yeah. really a lot on the plate. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just absolutely can't wait. Uh, let's, let's start at least one more game here and we'll do, we'll hit all like the games that have moved here over the course of the show. Uh, do you want to do uh Falcons and Panthers here? Where I think, like, literally, can over like the course of the day today, like this line has moved, even from one like I looked at it this morning at BetMGM now. 
So this was three minus 15 before for Atlanta. And if you like listen to the show regularly, like you know that we kind of thought that this was going to happen. Um, at BetMGM, at least, Ken, and I don't know if you have uh, the odds board up to see what one other sports book yep. ha- other sports books have. Uh, Atlanta is three and a half minus 105. So basically in between three and three and a half. But if you bet Carolina right now, and you like Carolina, BetMGM is your home to do it. Plus three and a half minus 115. Total 42 and a half. Uh, not surprising, right, that this is where we've headed here with Atlanta and Carolina. Yeah, I mean, if, if Carolina is going to play preseason games like this and there's going to be a lot of support that's been advertised in the market for Atlanta for season long and the spread's going to be the most key number and Atlanta's going to be at home, I, I honestly don't think it takes a genius just which way we were going to go. Now, it didn't have to move very much, but like it was, I think we were last week very sound in our opinion that like this was much more likely to go to three and a half than to go to two and a half. And this has been a slow, steady progression, five cents at a time. 10 cents at a time the consensus number in the market is basically now like (laughs) 3.3 like more three and a half than threes but uh but yes action on atlanta and it's been continuous and we can talk about this a little more on the other side to me this has not much to do with atlanta maybe a little bit but a lot to do with the carolina panthers more line movement for week one including the jaguars and the colts coming up next Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.